Thursday, July 6, 2023. Biden laughs off White House cocaine scandal and refuses to answer reporters' questions. Justice Department says it will appeal rule blocking agency from communicating with social media companies and censoring like this show and you online. And the great ALX joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. So we're going to cover a story of a new whistleblower that mysteriously went missing, an Israeli arms dealer, apparently, who says that he knows all of the details of the Biden's corruptions. This guy had has released a video that is shocking. It just hit the Internet. We're clipping it up right now and we're going to show it to you, ladies and gentlemen. But here's a little bit of what he talks about is how the Bidens went and hoovered up massive bags of cash all around the globe from America's enemies. They don't care about this country. They don't care about the American dollar. They care about themselves, just like any parasite. And they only care about getting themselves rich. And that's why you shouldn't trust them with your money and your savings, ladies and gentlemen. You should invest with my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold will help protect your IRA, 401k, your hard-earned life savings. You can get physical gold in your hand, or you can have your life savings secured with gold and backed by gold, like the American dollar used to be. Back when like Joe Biden entered the Senate in the 70s, the American dollar was actually physically backed by gold. What happened since we got off the gold standard? The value of the dollar has gone down. The value of gold has gone up. Ladies and gentlemen, go to Allegiance Gold today. Allegiance Gold. Protectwithbenny.com is how you get there. Protectwithbenny.com. Get up to $5,000 in free silver for a qualifying investment. Click the link in the description. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. No laughing matter here at the White House. There's cocaine found at the White House. Okay? Big old bag of cocaine. Now, there's some interesting reporting that is breaking right now about how that bag of cocaine could get into the White House. And let me begin by saying that I've been to the White House uh, quite a few times, actually. I've uh, gone there to interview Donald Trump in the Oval Office. Remember, this bag of coke, which is real, actual cocaine in a dime bag, right? In a 10-ounce bag. This bag of coke. Well, this is something that has been found inside of the private residence area of the White House, the West Wing. The famous West Wing, where the president works, where the Oval Office is. Now, when you go into the White House, let me describe this for you here, and then I'll, I'll, I'll share you some something from Dan Bongino that I think is very interesting. When you go into the White House, you are, one, aware that you are entering a deeply secure facility. So, of course, you can't even enter the White House grounds without walking through a massive security turret, right? So th this is, like... I don't know, not miles, but definitely hundreds of feet away from the actual physical building. You are first hit with a wall, and then you must go through a little entry gate, and there is a guard standing there, along with another guard, along with another guard, who are all well-armed, and they go, what the hell are you doing here? And boy, howdy, you better have your papers in order. Now, let me tell you what papers mean. This ain't like getting on PSA. Oh, here, here's my, uh, here's my ID and my ticket to get in the White House. Nope, that's not how it works. To get into the White House, you have to submit your social security number, your personal biometric documents to the Secret Service days ahead of time in order to get a background check. That background check, if you have so much as a parking ticket that is unpaid, it will turn up. And I know this because I work with members of the Secret Service. I have members of the Secret Service that uh, help us do security, actually, former members of the Secret Service. 
private security companies. I work with them all the time. Every time we go on a trip or do speeches and stuff, we work with private security. So if you have ever, I mean, I'm telling you, if in college you got a citation from your campus police, it shows up in your background check. Dude, they know who you are and every wrong you have done when you go into the White House. By the way, if you didn't do that background check, if you didn't give them, again, social security number, address, country residence, a huge list of, of, of biometric effect, effectively data for them to go through and check, uh, you ain't getting in. So you have to do that ahead of even entering the first turret at the White House that, w that the guards are in. Now, what are they going to do? They're going to check your name and see if your name's on the list. If you pass the background check, you'll be admitted to the White House, meaning you'll be admitted to the next layer of security. If you didn't pass the background check, you'll be bounced. And that actually just happened. Some um, member of a, a mosque was bounced out of the White House a couple of weeks ago. They were doing an um, uh, Islamic celebration for some holiday. I don't know exactly what it, what, what it was, but some member of a mosque had some type of shady background and the White House security, even though he was an invited guest of Joe Biden to the White House, uh, security bounced him, said, nope, you did not pass our background check. We know who you are and we don't feel comfortable with you being here. And Joe Biden and not all the king's horses or all the king's men could get that man into the White House. So that guy was bounced. Some cleric, some Muslim cleric was bounced. Let me tell you, they know who you are and they know exactly how many people and who they are inside of the White House at all times. Now, after you've been checked off a list, after they've gone through every single record you've ever had, after you've given them all of the per, all of your personal information, every every element of your life that could potentially protect you, you are now fully exposed to them. They welcome you through security. Security has a ma uh, you know metal detector, magnometer, sort of a, an X-ray machine that you got to put all your stuff through. They will pat you down, and then more importantly, they have drug sniffing dogs. Okay, so let's just stop right there. There are German shepherds that are super sophisticated that sit inside of these little White House security turrets, and these these dogs. Oh, there you go. Okay, Muslim Muslims later say he was blocked from White House for a Muslim celebration event. Look at the headline. Not even Joe Biden can get people past Secret Service. This guy was an invited guest of Joe Biden and he got turned away. Secret Service says, nope, we're not comfortable with you being in here. So that's a guy, that's an, this is an example of a guy not passing his background check, okay? Not throwing shade at the dude. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure why he didn't pass, but that dude didn't pass and Secret Service says, uh-uh, not invited. They control the White House. You think the president controls the White House? Nope, Secret Service. And so once you get through the x-ray machine, once you get through the magnolomer, you have canines that are available there at all times. If there is a substance, if there is a powder, if there is uh, gunpowder or something, some kind of strange substance, that dog is going to smell it, man. Those dogs are deeply sophisticated, highly trained, bred for this work. That dog sniffs you up and down. I've been there. Stand in the corner. The dog sniffs you. You ain't getting past that dog. And those magnonomers are extremely sophisticated. I'm, why am I doing this? Why am I telling you this? Well, one, because I think it's important for people to recognize that you ain't bringing cocaine into the White House. I mean, let's just do a full stop here. 
my job as a as a journalist is to explain to you how the world works to give my audience facts and information that they can actually take and use. And so let me tell you, as somebody who's gone through this dozens of times, dozens of times into the White House, I was there all the time for various things during the Trump administration. Asked questions at the White House briefings. I've asked questions during the press conferences. I've interviewed the president inside of the Oval Office. I know what I'm talking about here. Then, once you get on White House grounds, okay, let's say you get past the White House turret, so once you've gone through those layers, those multiple layers of background checks, of magnonomers, of get, having dogs sniff your unmentionables, it's really weird. The dog area, the, the, the area for the dog to sniff you is actually like a big rubber mat that you just walk through and the dog will let you go or not. It's very interesting. Next time I'm there, if I have my phone, I'll film it. I'm not probably going to be invited to the Biden White House event, but <laughs> let me tell you, it's like a big rubber mat so that the dog can smell everything on you. Trust me. I don't know how else to explain to you. I'm going to get you some photos here of what it looks like from the outside. You are not getting a bag of cocaine into the White House, okay? And I'll, I'll finish by saying this. Once you have left the security gate, it's not like you just get to go into the White House and walk around. You are required to have a very specific badge hung around your neck. That badge has an identification number and a tracking device on it. Now that I have photos of. These White House badges are sophisticated pieces of electronic equipment that ping where you're at in the building, okay? You're not able to walk through the White House freely. You must always be tagged and marked inside of the White House. And so as you're walking through the corridors, as you're walking around, you are wearing a security tracking device at all times. Final step of security here, and this I think is also exceedingly important. Final step of security. There is a usher with you at all times. Okay? So unless you are an official member of the press, which you are relegated to, which would be a very specific type of security background check you got to go through. And then you stay inside of a specific area. You're not allowed to go outside of your press bullpen, right, is what they call it. They call it the press pool because it was built, uh, the White House pool. The White House used to have a pool and the, the press bullpen was built into the pool. There's no more White House pool. There's no more pool at the White House. So that's why they call it the press pool, actually. Fun facts with Benny. Okay, there's a that's an that's an example of one of the buildings that you would enter, right? The little white one. See all the cameras? See all How many cameras are in that photo alone? 250,000? Once you got onto the White House property, you must have a minder with you at all times. A person is traveling with you who works inside of the White House who is responsible for you. If you don't have an usher, then you get bounced. Yo, let me tell you, I made a wrong turn once. I'd taken a photo. I was there. I was I was there for a di for a holiday event. I made a wrong turn once, and these marine, the some marine grabbed me underneath my arm and started walking me backward. Okay? I wasn't trying to do anything shady. I just made the wrong turn. I didn't have my minder with me. They knew exactly where I was because I was wearing an electronic tag that shows them where I'm going. Okay? They're able to see exactly where I'm going. I want you to understand the sophistication of this building so that you can understand what BS you're being shoveled to right now from the corporate press. Ladies and gentlemen, 
there's a reason why Joe Biden responds this way when asked about the bag of cocaine found at the White House. Okay. The reason why Joe Biden laughs this way is because there is actually a loophole here that we are going to discuss for you. Now, you and I and 330 million other Americans must go through the White House and must go through the security apparatus that I just described to you. And there's one final thing that I missed. I'll tell it to you now. There is a once you get into the White House, once you're in the physical building, you must surrender your phone. You must surrender your electronics. You must surrender the items in your pocket. You are not allowed to take as much as a pen or a pencil with you. Where do they go? They go inside of little locked cubbies, cubbies that have keys on them that lock. And those keys belong then to the White House staff. You don't get the keys. So you have to lock yourself into like a bank vault, right? So the best, best, best example is like inside of a bank vault, there are little lock boxes. And that's where all of your stuff goes. Why? Well, one, you're not allowed to like take your camera around and record anything you want inside the White House. You can't do that. You're not allowed to like record. Who knows what kind of spy device you might have? Who knows what kind of electronic uh, subversion you may be bringing into the White House? There are deeply sophisticated and dangerous stuff out there. They don't want you bringing that stuff into the White House. So once you get to the White House, you surrender your items, objects, the things in your pockets. And that's where the cocaine was found. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, the reason that Joe Biden is acting nervous here and Joe Biden's nervous tick is he laughs when he doesn't want to answer a question. He goes, ha, 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 come on, man. It's a meme now. The reason Joe Biden responds like this is very simple. Anyone who knows anything about White House security understands that there's only one way that a bag of cocaine was going to get into the effing White House. One way. Joe Biden knows it. I know it. And in one second, you're going to know it. Watch. Here's Joe Biden's response. All right, everybody, uh, you can see there that the president was asked many questions, including how cocaine got into the White House, but did not answer. How did cocaine get into the White House? How indeed? How would a bag of cocaine have gotten into the White House, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to answer that question for you. Now, somebody who won't answer that question for you is cringe Jean Pierre, ladies and gentlemen, because she was asked directly how to bag of coke get into the White House by reporters who have to go through this same debilitating, dehumanizing, demoralizing uh, security scan every single day. Every one of those reporters in the room, nobody gets waved into the White House. Every one of those reporters in the room, ha even though they have a badge that is a specific hard-coded press badge with their biometric data hanging below their neck at all times at the White House with their face on it, that's been approved by the Secret Service after a six-month application process, every one of those reporters has to go through the same process. A reporter could not get in a bag of cocaine. A reporter cannot get in their cameras. They need to take their cameras apart. You need to take your camera apart, ship it all through one piece at a time through the machine. Trust me. These reporters are subjected to the exact same security scrutiny every day they go into their place of work inside of the White House press pool or bullpen. So you can understand the astonishment for the reporting pool at Cringe Jean-Pierre yesterday when they're like, what the hell is this? This bag of coke. 
Look, we know how secure this place is. What, what are you hiding from us? Ladies and gentlemen, here's our uh, new here, here's our here's our cringe alert for the day. Uh, cringe Jean Pierre. Where uh, where this was discovered uh, is a heavily traveled area where many White House uh, West Wing, I should be even more specific, uh, West Wing visitors uh, come through uh, this particular area. When people visit the West Wing, uh, there is uh, an air, there is the area of the West Wing where uh, it is highly uh, traveled, uh, and that is what happens. People come through this particular area; it's highly traveled. I'm just not going to get into specifics. We do have uh, West Wing tours that that occur here. Uh, on campus. Uh, they happen in this particular past uh, couple of days. They happened on Friday. They happened on Saturday. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, the lies. This is a highly trafficked area of the White House. Nope. Nope. There is no such thing. There is no such thing because there isn't traffic at the White House. There's a deeply sophisticated and controlled electronic monitoring environment at the White House. She is lying to you. She is lying, and all of the reporters knows she is lying. So what the hell is going on here? Not even the cops, even the cops were in like utter amazement when they originally called this one in. The cops who called this one in saying on their police dispatch, yo, uh, we can't believe this. Bag of Coke found at the White House. Listen. We have a yellow bar stating cocaine. So they had tested it. That's the test. Yellow bar indicating cocaine. So that's the guy. You can hear him like this is a hardened officer of the law being like uh, in astonishment that they found a bag of coke inside of the White House. The reason that man is in astonishment is that he's a security professional. Security professionals are speaking up about what's actually happening here and how the protocol works at the White House. Because while a member of the press, while you, while me, while your mom, while your dad, while any other person walking the face of the planet would have to go through that security screening, there is a loophole. There is a loophole to the debilitating and intrusive security protocols of the White House. Dan Bongino, ladies and gentlemen, former member of the Secret Service, somebody who served honorably inside of the Secret Service, somebody who knows a thing or two about White House security, had this to say moments ago. There is absolutely zero chance that anyone other than a family member brought that cocaine into the White House complex. No chance that would make it past the MAG security checkpoints. Family bypasses these checkpoints. Tim Poole following up, saying, This is what I'm saying. Only somebody who bypasses security could get it in. Bongino knows this way better than I do. Ladies and gentlemen, as again, somebody who cares a lot about this country, as somebody who cares a lot about the state of play at the White House, our nation, morally, let me tell you, this is 100% proof positive that the person who brought the cocaine into the White House is a direct member of the Biden family, a person with the last name Biden. Somebody who's a blood relative, recognizable to the Secret Service, face check recognizable. 
capable of entering in or to or out of the president's inner circle. When the president goes through on, a, uh, on any event, there is a circle around, a human barricade around him of Secret Service officers. Perhaps you've seen this. Maybe you've met a president at one point on a photo line or shaking hands. If you've met a president, you will, of course, remember the men that come before him, around him, and after him. The wall of guns and highly trained, sophisticated officers who are there to protect the orb of the, the inside circle of those who are around the president of the United States. Okay? The only people that are able to penetrate that circle are family members. The only people who are able to walk through the Secret Service protocols and through that wall of guns and highly trained, sophisticated electronics to access the president is the family. That's it. And specifically, not just random, like random family members, specifically family members who have face check with the Secret Service. Face check meaning instantly recognizable. Oh, it's Donald Trump Jr. Oh, it's Eric Trump. Oh, it's Ivanka Trump. We recognize them. They are allowed to walk freely without harassment. Those are the only people that are able to be waved into the White House. That's it. That's it. So you have now narrowed your findings here for who brought Coke into the White House. Ladies and gentlemen, who would be the person to have brought cocaine into the White House? Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's only one man who is on screen, filmed himself, weighing enormous amounts of crack cocaine, like egregious amounts of crack. There's only one man who's comfortable enough with drugs to have carried them on his person into the United States Navy of which he was discharged for cocaine. The guy who created this wonderful piece of cinema. Two point zero seven. That is of course a enormous amount of crack. Why? And it's not, it's not the, that's not the only enormous amount of crack that's uh, easily findable on Hunter Biden's laptop. There are all manners of crack on Hunter Biden's laptop that are awful and will make you want to Purell your own eyeballs. Would this be the first time that Hunter Biden has broken the laws of our country in spite of his father? Well, no, actually. In fact, the harshest crack laws, harshest drug laws ever passed in American history was passed by this man back when he could speak coherently because he didn't have uh, full-blown onset dementia. Watch. If you have a piece of crack cocaine no bigger than this quarter that I'm holding in my hand, one quarter of one dollar, we passed a law through the leadership of Senator Thurman and myself and others, a law that says if you're caught with that, you go to jail for five years. You get no probation. You get 
nothing other than five years in jail. Judge doesn't have a choice. Now, the fact of the matter is, we've gone from there. So, five years in jail. If you're found with more than a quarter's worth of crack on you. Ladies and gentlemen, check out this video just one more time because some of you may be watching on a mobile phone or a smaller device. Tell me, do you think there's more than a quarter's or a nickel's worth of crack in this video? 2.07. I think so. I think so. I think that Stevie Wonder could see that there's more than a quarter's worth of crack in that video. Ladies and gentlemen, what about seeing? Let's go ahead and see how Hunter Biden behaved at the White House during the 4th of July. This was the last time that Hunter Biden was at the White House. This was within 48 hours of the crack being found. Let's go ahead and watch. So here's a clip. It's going to play on a loop here. And you can see Hunter Biden out with the family inside of the White House's personal residence area, walking out and behaving very neurotically, very creepily. Watch this. Look at this with the hand and the hair and the like paranoid, stressed out and sweaty demeanor. I am not a drugs expert. I have never done cocaine, but I certainly have been around people who have done it and witnessed their behaviors. They be, they don't, they, they behave very neurotically. Okay. Let's just say that. Now, I don't want to push conspiracy theories, but this next clip I'm about to show you of Hunter Biden will show what some people are saying is him doing a bump of cocaine at the White House behind his father's back, literally. Watch this. So there goes Hunter. And then you can see there Hunter Biden putting his, certainly touching his nose uh, backing away from where, the, where where cameras would be able to see him. And um, I mean, listen, powdering his nose, who knows? Who knows? Certainly behaving in a sweaty, strange, neurotic, uh, a twitchy way. All right. So he's definitely up here, right here. Now, here's the other thing that I know about coke addicts. They're always touching their nose. They're always touching their face. They're often, they're often doing the old twinkle dust on the nose. So that's the footage that some are saying is proof of Hunter Biden actually doing cocaine inside of the White House. Why is Hunter Biden there at all? Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the reason that Hunter Biden is there on that balcony is to prove that the Bidens are a family. This is a PR stunt. This is called softening the target, okay? The target of all congressional investigation and we'll get to a brand new whistleblower here in just a second. The target of all congressional investigation, Hunter Biden, his business. Hunter Biden is, of course, the Achilles heel to the entire Biden family. Hunter Biden just got a sweetheart deal. That deal is under scrutiny, may be rejected by a judge. We'll see. Hunter Biden is supposed to be softened by showing him with his nieces and nephews and the little kids in the Biden family and showing him out on the balcony and saying, wow, look, it's Hunter. He's here. And he ain't going anywhere. This is a PR stunt to bring out Hunter. Now, what happens when your PR stunt backfires because he's high on cocaine? 
Well, behavior like this. What is, what is this? What is that? Not the only Biden kid to behave very weirdly at the White House. Ashley Biden, famous for showering with her father, or her father showering with her. Ashley Biden, according to her own diary, saying that she took showers late at night so that dad wouldn't join her. Hmm. It'd be nice for some journalist to maybe ask ask a question about that. Some some Me Too journalist to maybe ask a question about that at some point. I mean, that's her own words. Nobody has doubted the authenticity of the diary. Ashley Biden was at the White House behaving very strange as well. Here's a clip of her sort of like groping her father, like holding and rubbing and reaching around and grabbing that that that's her hand there. It's a little odd. It's a little strange. Was the cocaine Ashley's? I don't know. It's clearly like a complete and total degenerate family. But it needs to be a direct member of the Bidens to take the cocaine into the White House. That is proof, positive, verified security experts, people who worked the White House, people who worked in Secret Service. You are not you. Let me repeat this. Me, you, we're going to prison for 20 years taking cocaine into the White House. We're not even going to be able to get within a baseball's throw of the building if you try and bring a dime bag into the White House. A Biden family member will walk past security, and there's only a few that are recognizable by face. So super creepy, Ashley Biden walking through there. Who misplaces their cocaine? Let's ask that question. We're just asking questions here, okay? Who's who's misplaced cocaine? Who's somebody that we know to have misplaced coke and crack? So much so that they hunt through the carpet to find it. Old crack cocaine. I probably smoke more Parmesan cheese than anyone, <laughs> anyone that you know, I'm sure, Tracy. <laughs> what? Bro, what are you talking about, man? What are you talking about, man? I have smoked more Parmesan cheese out of my carpet because I lost my crack. I lost my cocaine. Crack actually doesn't look like Parmesan cheese. Cocaine looks like Parmesan cheese. Smaller, more granule, powdery substance. I, again, I don't do drugs. I live a relatively clean life. I do like bourbon. I'll be happy to do an entire show about the kind of bourbons that I really like. I do like bourbon, but I do not do drugs. High on life, but I'll tell you this. I lived next to a known drug house in Washington, D.C. Story's been written. The drug house actually caught on fire and burned to the ground, uh, nearly taking my house with it. That's why we moved to Florida, to be quite honest with you. So I live next to this known drug house, and um, I've seen drugs. I know what they look like. I know what this dime bag, I know exactly what this dime bag looks like because it was sold out of the trunk of the car of my neighbor in D.C. for the better part of the seven years I lived there. They were selling dime bags as I walked to work and my wife walked to, to work. Yeah, there's a reason we live in Florida now. But trust me, I know what I'm talking about here. Hunter Biden was kicked out of the Navy. You know that? Biden's son Hunter discharged from Navy Reserve after failing cocaine test. What does this mean? What does this tell you? This tells me 
that Hunter Biden was so reckless with his cocaine usage that people who were working next to him at the Navy said, ah, this guy's on coke. This guy's this guy's turned up. That's what it tells me. He was so obvious and egregious in his drug usage that it was just plainly obvious that he was using drugs. So they tested him, even though he was the vice president's son at the time, they still subjected him to a test and they should do that now. You need to subject Hunter Biden and the entire Biden family to drug tests. They're the only ones who could have gotten a bag of cocaine past Secret Service. You need to test them again. That's the evidence, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, here's what Donald Trump has to say. Donald Trump on Truth Social going through. We are so back, baby. We're so back, Donald Trump. Does anybody really believe the cocaine in the West Wing of the White House? Very close to the Oval Office. It's for the use of anyone other than Hunter and Joe Biden. Oh, is Joe Biden on cocaine? Is that why Joe Biden looks so weird in that one video? Watch. The fake news media will start to say that the amount found was very small and that it wasn't really cocaine, but rather a common ground-up aspirin, or the story will vanish. Has deranged Jack Smith, the crazy Trump-hating special prosecutor, been seen in the area of the cocaine? He looks like a crackhead to me, says Donald Trump. <laughs> Never change, Trump. Never change. Where are the White House security tapes, like the ones I openly and happily gave deranged Jack Smith, which will quickly show where the cocaine in the White House came from? They already know the answer, but don't like it. Ooh, Donald Trump getting to the heart of the issue here. Politico, the favorite rag of the deep state and the regime, with a headline from this morning. Well, the White House cocaine culprit will likely never be found. Oh, my. How convenient. It's almost as though they have cameras in every crevice and crack of the White House. They know where every person is at White House, uh, at the White House and in the White House at any given moment of time. And they have film of exactly who brought the crack into the White House. They have evidence of it. And here's my here's my guess. This is my guess, based on everything I've seen and based on my experience. My guess is that Hunter Biden or a member of the Biden family, could be Ashley, somebody who is recognizable via face to the Secret Service so they get waved past, probably like three people, maybe Biden's brothers too. That's it, like three, four people in the world who get waved past the drug-sniffing dogs. And the dogs are going crazy. The dogs are barking, right? Like nuts. My guess is that the dogs go crazy. The alert gets sent out. And someone like Hunter Biden gets advised by cringe Jean Pierre to drop the bag. Get rid of it. You're on White House grounds. We are going to detect the cocaine. Drop it. Dump it. Put it in this area where the visitors lock up their phones and things. That's what I believe happened here. Hunter Biden walked in, probably forgetting, as he often does, remember, carpet parmesan, forgetting where his coke was, forgetting that he was bringing in cocaine. They detect it. They pick it up. The dogs go nuts as he gets escorted in. And he gets told by a member of the president's staff, you got to drop that. You got to drop that shit right now. Put it here when we just blame it on a visitor and walk away. 
That's what I personally believe. Now, Donald Trump saying that it could have been Joe Biden. Could it have been? We have a weird video of Joe Biden looking like a very different person, a very strung out person. I'm going to show you a back-to-back video. Joe Biden's wearing the same thing, sitting in the same place at the White House. This video was filmed on the same day. There are only two explanations for this. One, Joe Biden is one of a few different Joe Bidens, okay? They have different Joe Biden clones, all right? With face masks that get trotted out when uh, the old the old man is too sleepy with his applesauce and his uh, reruns of Gilligan's Island. The other explanation here is that Joe Biden's on something. I'm not declaring that I know what that is, but I've shown this video to medical professionals and I will now show it to you. Of the, apparently, Joe Biden, the same man, giving the same, giving giving two different, like, little social media recorded videos in the same spot, same suit on the same day, but they're not the same man, are they? It's not the same person. That mf isn't real, as is the meme going around right now. Something's up. Something's not right. Is it cocaine, as Donald Trump says? I'll let you decide. Look at these videos, and more importantly, look at the unblinking and dilated pupils of the resident of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Watch. Folks, as we fight inflation, you can't be pro-insurrection and pro-cop. Bringing down gas prices is a big part of the job. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-democracy. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-American. And here's the good news. Gas prices have dropped every day this summer. That's more than 40 days in a row. Donald Trump lacked the courage to act. We now have 40,000 gas stations in the United States where the price of gas is $3.99 or less. The brave women and men in blue all across this nation should never forget that. How do we get the price down? Well, the new report today shows that... You can't be pro-cop and pro-interaction. That's not America. What if I came back from the, the that clip like that? What if I did the rest of the show like that? You'd be like, wow, that looks like a different Benny. That looks like a little, that look, the guy who was doing the first half of the show, he looks a little different. What if I did the whole rest of the show? Here, I can, I can do it right now. Blackout coffee. Blackout coffee is the only coffee that I drink. As blackout. When I drink it, I go blackout coffee. This is an ad read for blackout coffee. I do love blackout coffee and I do drink it every single day. It is currently right here in my cup. I had a very late night and a very early morning, and blackout coffee keeps me going. I didn't intend on doing my Joe Biden on drugs impersonation in the middle of this ad. We hope that we keep this sponsor. But nonetheless, you would be like, wow, that's weird. Why is Benny doing the show with his giant dilated eyes with a different voice? That ain't the same man, dude. If you don't feel like the same person in the morning, you should drink blackout coffee because you will feel a pep in your step once you have that delicious caffeinated ground bean that comes directly from here, America, Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, blackout coffee keeps me going through my Joe Biden impersonations and it will keep you going. I encourage you to go with this patriotic 
American company with great patriotic product that keeps this show energized. You got to have energy to fight the commies. 20% off your first order. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Go get blackout coffee. You can't be pro cop and pro coffee. You would say that's two different Bennies. Something's wrong with Benny. He's on drugs. That's what you'd say. That's what you'd say. You watching there at home. So, so why can't we say that about Joe Biden? Elon Musk is saying it. Elon Musk tweeting, uh, I don't know. Any guesses as to who would bring any guesses as to who would bring the uh, cocaine in the White House? This is, of course, the most powerful man in the world runs Twitter. And um, yeah, I don't need a guess. Now, uh, everyone's making fun of this. Mike Pence sounding off on it. Ron DeSantis sounding off on it. This has become like a bit of a talking point. This is a story that has penetrated the news cycle here, let's just say. And now the corporate press is going to try and snow job you, pun intended, on this. Don't let them do it. And then we're going to be like a dog with a bone on the story. We know that this was a member of the Biden family. There is a reason why they have not buried the staffer. The Biden White House has fired staffers before. They've gone through and, and absolutely like destroyed the careers of various staffers who behaved uh, incorrectly. Um, they're not above that. This is not a staffer. It's not like this would, they, they won't fire their own staff. They will. This brought great disgrace to the White House and Joe Biden being peppered with questions about it. And it's not like they wouldn't uh, admit that this is something that happened. For instance, uh, there was a activist who uh, took their top off at the White House for an alphabet uh, uh, celebration uh, recently. And they, 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 they said that that was inappropriate and that that person should have never been invited to the White House and will never be invited back. The White House did that. So it's not like even if a guest brought drugs into the White House that they wouldn't destroy that guest because they just did that for something inappropriate that happened in the White House. It's a Biden family member. It's a member of Joe Biden's family. Were they bringing Joe Biden cocaine? That's what Donald Trump's saying. Were they bringing Joe Biden cocaine? Look at that. Not the same guy. Sorry, Jack. Not the same guy. Same day, same suit, same spot. Two different dudes. Body double? Body double Biden? Or Biden's on something? What is it? Is it that sweet, sweet snow from Hunter Biden's pocket? Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden's going to need a lot more than that to get through what's coming down the pike at him. There is a new whistleblower. It's a crazy story. Crazy. This guy is an Israeli citizen who was detained and then disappeared in Cyprus and has now reemerged. Missing Biden corruption case witness Gail Luft, a doctor, details allegations against the president's family in extraordinary new video. He gave dollar figures for their transactions with the dirty Chinese energy company. And he named bagman Rob Walker and revealed that there was a mole inside of the DOJ talking to Hunter. So Gail Luft has reemerged in something that broke. We need to do more research into this. Something that broke and our excellent producer ALX was able to get this story up and into our show today. Uh, this is really important. Maybe Gail Luft can explain uh, the drug habits of the Bidens. He seems to know a great deal about their bank accounts. Have a listen to this short segment of the 13-minute video of Gail Luft uh, uh, bringing forth allegations against the Biden crime family. 
My ordeal goes back to uh, a fatal decision I made in March of 2019 to share with the U.S. government my knowledge about the Biden family's relations with CFC. I want to be clear. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I have no political motive or agenda. I did it out of deep concern that if the Bidens were to come to power, the country would be facing the same traumatic Russia collusion scandal, only this time with China. Sadly, because of the DOJ's uh, cover-up, this is exactly what happened. The DOJ sent to Brussels a delegation of six uh, people, two prosecutors from the Southern District of New York, by the names of Daniel Reichenthal and Catherine Ghosh, and four FBI agents. They knew very well that I'm a credible uh, witness and that I have insider knowledge about the group and the individuals that enrich the Biden family. He has a full video and he goes into great detail, but here's the clip that we want. So he explains his background there. Here's the clip that we wanted to show you as it pertains to his actual knowledge of the intra-workings of the Biden crime family and where the money was coming from. Talking about how the Department of Justice effectively ran the operation to protect Hunter Biden. This is some bombshell stuff. I really hope that the Republicans call this guy in to get sworn testimony. Here is the uh, most bombshell 60 seconds of this 13-minute confession tape from this Israeli citizen spy fugitive guy that has now uh, essentially been excommunicated by our government. Funny how that happens. So convenient for the Bidens that every person that knows their crimes isn't allowed to enter the country or gets arrested immediately. Curious that. Have a listen. See if this matches up with our uh, recent reporting about the Biden crime family. Over an intensive two-day two meeting, um, I shared my information about the Biden family's financial transactions with CFC, including specific dollar figures. I also provided the name of Rob Walker, who later became known as Hunter Biden's bagman. Uh, yet, as we now know today from the whistleblower testimony, uh, Gary Shapley, it took the DOJ a whole 21 months to probe the issue and to actually talk to Walker. But perhaps the most alarming information I revealed was of a mole within the DOJ who shared classified information with Hunter Biden and his Chinese partners. I told the DOJ that Hunter was closely associated with a very senior retired FBI official who had distinct physical characteristic. He had one eye. One eye. All one eye. Man, baby, we are living inside of a movie. So you have the one-eye FBI double agent who's tipping off the Biden family into the investigations. Now that is matching up with what the Republicans in Congress are learning about the Biden crime family and the cover-up operation that Merrick Garland ran and directed from D.C. The self-proclaimed fall guy, Gail Luft, says he provided the incriminating evidence to six officials from the FBI and the Department of Justice in a secret meeting in Brussels in March 2019. He alleges that it was all covered up. He volunteered to inform the U.S. government about the security breach concerning Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. 
He says, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I have no political agenda. I did it out of deep concern that if the Bidens came to power, the country would be facing the same traumatic Russian collusion scandal, only this time in China. House Oversight Chairman James Comer, who's preparing to interview Luft before he disappeared, says the Israeli remains on a potential witness list. So we will be following this story very, very closely. In the video, he goes on to give dollar amounts. Luft disclosed during the Brussels interview that CEFC was paying $100,000 a month to Hunter and $65,000 to his uncle Jim. CEFC is, of course, China oil, big China oil that the Bidens were selling out American natural resources to. Uh, breaking from Breitbart.com, Hunter Biden has been copied, was copied on an email to Vice President Joe Biden about a call with the Ukrainian president. Oh, OK, got it. Why the hell would that be? A staffer for then Vice President Biden copied Hunter Biden on an email to Joe about a scheduled call with the Ukrainian president, Petro Poroshenko, a document released by the National Archives due to Freedom of Information Act shows. While Hunter earned $83,000 a month as a board member for Burisma Holdings, Ukrainian energy company Joe Biden's assistant, John Flynn, looped in Hunter on a scheduling call for Joe Biden and Poroshenko. And of course, we played you some clips of those calls. You can see that Hunter Biden would be invested in those calls because those calls were all about getting the investigator who's looking into Hunter Biden fired. Christopher Wray to testify before House Judiciary Committee next week. Very important little series of events here. This will be a good one. The GOP-led House Committee announced that FBI Director Christopher Wray will be testifying next week at a hearing relating to the politicizations of the nation's preeminent law enforcement agency. The FD-1023 alleging the Biden uh bribery scheme in Ukraine. Expect that to come absolutely exploding back onto the scene next week. The Justice Department is corrupt, crooked, evil, and wants you to shut up about it. They don't want you to be able to talk. That is why they are appealing the incredible ruling by a judge that we covered uh, breathlessly yesterday that allows for free speech online and bans government actors and agents from censoring you. That seems like a good thing. But somehow, all of the press and all of the media coalesced with the owners of these outlets. And the owners, of course, are not the actual investors. The owners are the super state and the deep state who run these, oper these PSYOP operations effectively in our corporate press in order to trick you and to fool you into thinking, yeah, actually, we want government censors. Ladies and gentlemen, the Biden regime is appealing this information, appealing this ruling uh, and is trying as hard as they can to sell you on the fact that them censoring you is actually a good thing. Watch. Now, on your screen is a list of prohibited activities for the feds, which include meeting, emailing, flagging, calling, collaborating, threatening, urging, following up, or issuing bolos. Be on the lookouts for censored content with social media. It is an absolutely stunning rebuke of the censorship deep state, and the Biden administration. And it's a win for free speech. As of this hour, the Biden administration has appealed this judge's injunction. Yeah, of course they would appeal because we just did an entire show on how Hunter Biden brought cocaine into the White House. We brought the receipts. We brought the experts. We talked about how there is no possible way that anyone other than a member of the Biden family brought that cocaine into the White House. And they would probably very much like to censor this kind of information. They would like to shut up this show Shut you up, shut up your favorite creators and online content journalists, and this is their way to do it. They have an entire censorship apparatus that has been designed to make sure that you can't hear about 
how security works at the White House and how obvious it is that a Biden family member brought coke into the White House. MSNBC and CNN, the Praetorian Guard for the regime, were screaming to high heavens yesterday about this ruling. Wow, shouldn't they be in the camp of protecting the First Amendment and free speech? Nope, nope. This is why Donald Trump is right when he says that the press are the enemy of the people. This is one of the most aggressive, far-reaching rulings you'll ever see. What this judge is purporting to do is to micromanage, really, the day-to-day interactions between essentially the entire executive branch and the leading social media companies. The full faith that the American public has in elections could be undermined. Couldn't that potentially be a national security threat? Of course. And really, one of the core issues here is to what degree can there be consequences for the company not doing what the White House wants? People are allowed to say and think what they believe, even if it's wrong, even if we think it's wrong. We need official narratives. We need a ministry of truth, says your press, screams the people who are also protected by this rule. Twofold as to why the media are against this ruling by a judge. One, they wish to put out their competition. They wish to take their competition out like old Yeller. We are their competition. This audience is their competition. They wish to censor me and you and this show. They wish to destroy all of us. They do not like having competition because we are better at this than them. We have real audience and real human beings. We have the Benny Brigade. We have the Salty Army. We have an actual universe of people who are awake and they can't believe that. They are so terrified of that. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do wish to support us and our work here, We launched this week on July 4th, the Benny Brigade. We encourage you to go over to BennyJohnson.com and sign up. There are such wonderful little treats and treasures inside of this brigade. Tomorrow, I will show you the official, incredible first piece of swag that you will be sent. If you sign up, you will be sent. We're already compiling the list. We cannot believe, by the way, the reaction we've gotten. it's been incredible. I just love all of you. You will see for the for the first time on this show the design that we have had made custom for your keychain to give it a little extra brigade shine. Oh, it's going to be nice. Of course, we went with an all-American leather maker, veterans, people who love this country, and it's going to be awesome. Along with a new dope keychain will come VIP access to our guests, VIP access to me, exclusive meetups, and a lot more. So ladies and gentlemen, if you support what we do here and support our mission and support us talking about how Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are on cocaine, then please consider joining the Benny Brigade. A lot more to come from there. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a man who started a Twitter competitor this week. His name is Mark Zuckerberg. That man openly admitted that the FBI came through and demanded that he censored the Hunter Biden laptop story. Why is the federal government protecting Hunter Biden so very much? The most protected man in the world is Hunter Biden, not even Joe Biden. It's Hunter Biden. Why indeed? Just a quick reminder here, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Zuckerberg straight up saying, yep, the FBI knocks on my door and says, you're going to censor this, 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 and this. Go. The FBI, I think, basically came to us. Uh, some some folks on our team, it was like, hey, 
um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was the, we we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. There's about to be some kind of dump of of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So okay, the FBI. This is just a small section. Yesterday we went through the original Twitter files for you. We I wanted to play that clip. I mean, you can see it. Uh, on social media site after social media site after social media site, the federal government goes to those sites and then forces, chokes out any information they don't like, any narratives they don't approve of. And what this judge did was say, hey, you are not allowed to do that. The government doesn't have any right to be the arbiter of truth. And I think that's such an important ruling, ladies and gentlemen. We do have a little bit of truth, and that is what our guest enumerated for us yesterday. Our guest yesterday was Eric Schmidt. He's a senator. He's somebody who is, quite frankly, the reason why this ruling was handed down by this judge. This the most important ruling, I would argue, in our nation today. Yes, I think that the Roe v. Wade being overturned. Yes, I think affirmative action being overturned. Yes, I think having protections for religious freedom is like paramount. But man— Based on what we do today and the ability to reach you with information about all of those things aforementioned, we must require the access, free, unmitigated access to tell you the truth. Eric Schmidt is the person who brought this case against the government. He won. He has now won that case on the merits. And he was saying he expects it to go to the Supreme Court. So we should see uh, absolutely no surprise here that the Biden regime is challenging it. And get ready for Clarence Thomas to go, <laughs> bam, go. Next step here would be to then appeal to the Supreme Court. I think that that is where all hope goes to die. Uh, is that correct? Well, it'll it'll eventually probably get there. They have the ability, and I'm, they probably will, um, appeal to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Um, and th they will decide this. There'll be a panel assigned uh, to review the, the, the district court's decision. Um, there can be an in banc, meaning it's beyond just the three. It's a full um, uh, complement of all the, the the appellate judges in that circuit. But ultimately, this case is going to make it to the Supreme Court and bring it on. I think that's where this issue ought to be decided. The issue ought to be decided in the Supreme Court. Again, get ready. Clarence Thomas is getting his gavel, getting his gavel all warmed up. Somebody who knows and fears Clarence Thomas's massive gavel is cringe Jean-Pierre. Cringe Jean-Pierre was asked about this yesterday, known liar and censorous traitor. This is our nuclear cringe of the day. Thanks, Kareen. I wanted to ask about this decision we saw yesterday in Louisiana on the White House contact with social media companies. Does the White House have a response to the judge basically saying that this is the most massive attack on free speech in the U.S. history? So, as you know, DOJ is reviewing uh, the decision, the injunction, and so I don't want to get ahead of of what uh, of what uh, what they will uh, evaluate and their options could potentially be. So, I'm not going to get ahead of the DOJ. Uh, if you're asking me if we agree or disagree, we certainly disagree uh, with this decision. And as I said, the DOJ is reviewing this, so I'm not going to get ahead of what uh, their evaluation, what options they're going to uh, potentially take on moving forward. So a couple things. Cringe Jean-Pierre looking rough these days. 
Jean Pierre looks like she needs a bag of cocaine. She must have left her bag of cocaine. Uh, and she has not, not been able to find it. And I feel bad for her because she needs that to get through the day. She's looking tired, beleaguered. You see her slunched over shoulders. You see her like wobbling and wiggling and looking down a lot more than she normally does. Come on. You need that. You need that special, that special powdery kick cringe. Get your, get your lie back on. Get that lie, get that, get that lie detector going. Lie detector, meaning every word she says from that podium. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not lying when we tell you that the only way that we stay connected with you is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is our cell phone service of choice. Patriot Mobile is the connection that keeps us going. We've been traveling all week. We've been traveling a lot. We have some new documentaries we're very excited about. We go to rural and remote places, and our phone works like a charm. That's because Patriot Mobile is 100% U.S.-based. Patriot Mobile is the best network out there because it is run by people who know that this network is founded on Christian principles. They are a wireless provider with dependable nationwide coverage on all major networks. They do not want woke propaganda pushed on their network, and that means they just hire professionals who are good at their jobs, okay, instead of activists. Ladies and gentlemen, go to patreonmobile.com slash Benny, patreonmobile.com slash Benny. Make the switch today. Get free activation today with the offer code Benny, patreonmobile.com slash Benny. Ladies and gentlemen, somebody who uh, needs no introduction, somebody who certainly needs a fast Wi-Fi signal, especially since he's growing very quickly on Twitter.com, who can comment on the uh, government censorship element of this current news cycle, is our wonderful executive producer, ALX, who joins the show now. ALX, what's up, dude? How are you? All right. Yeah. Hey, look at that new camera. Whoa. Yes. Upgraded. upgraded. Dude, we are so back. Okay, so you are so back on Twitter.com. You were banned uh, illegally and criminally, um, and I will happily fund your lawsuit against Twitter. But uh, we need to talk about this current ruling with the Supreme Court because what what I think is that you were caught up in some kind of snag. I think that actually possibly a government agent – Asked now that I, what I know, a government agent asked for you to be banned. I think that certainly is possible that that is one of the possibilities as to why you were kicked off Twitter. Of course, you are so back on Twitter, but only after being gone for three years and wrongfully uh, banned, potentially by the government. What does this ruling mean to you, and what are the consequences going forward? I do agree that it was probably at the request of the government. Um, I, I say that because. Uh, when I got a comment from one of the comms directors at Twitter, they said that the higher ups requested that I not be let back on the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sort of gave like this dead end answer and could not, you know, give me a specific answer of what policy I violated or what I did. Like I've said in the past, I had a suspicion it was the Joe Biden meme. Uh, but actually, what's funny is in the Twitter files, uh, one of those same type of memes is what got James Woods locked out was with the I stand with Joe thing. Um, that template, that same thing was what got James Woods locked out. So I don't know if it had something to do with, you know, when the Biden campaign was requesting specific accounts get censored. That could have been it. Um, but, yeah, it, it certainly certainly lines up with the fact that I couldn't get a, a specific explanation, either, even from people who are very high up at the company. This seems to be the best 
ruling via a federal judge uh, potentially in my lifetime. Um, can you sort of unpack it for the audience? Yeah. So um, as as Eric Schmidt predicted yesterday, they would appeal it to the uh, Fifth Circuit. Um, and and honestly, like I, I think it's going to go to the Supreme Court, which is going to be a good thing for us because it's going to be hard to uh, overturn that type of decision once it's made by the Supreme Court, especially with the majority we have. Uh, we have, you know, three uh, three appointed justices by by Donald Trump. Uh, our majority is is going to stick there for quite some time. Uh, and this will be one of the first landmark cases that are uh, that's been decided on social media censorship at the Supreme Court. So this is going to be a huge deal. Um, if it actually does reach the Supreme Court. Um, and again, like like the original um, ruling that came out, he he ruled that way because he says that he thinks that the case is going to succeed on the merits. So that's that's a really big point. So I feel like this appeal attempt won't go through the way the, the DOJ wants it to, um, because if it succeeds on the merits, you know, it's going to be a very strong case and they have quite a bit of evidence to back up their claims. And, and it's not just limited to COVID uh, information. That's one of the more stronger points because that is direct government agencies. Um, but also with the Hunter Biden laptop, numerous examples were, were named there with, you know, with campaigns as well, uh, because that, of course, uh, Biden wasn't in power at the time, but all of those requests were coming directly from the campaign. Um, but yeah, this ruling where they're, they're saying that no government agencies can make uh, requests or just flagging, which is kind of like a wink and a nod of take action or, you know, we'll come after you type of thing. I think it's a massive, massive win. I think I want to pop up this uh, tweet from you yesterday uh, about this issue. Uh, ALX breaking the news here that the Biden administration has officially filed notice uh, of appeal. Uh, the government is going to fight in court for the right to censor people on the internet and disagree with their policies. And Elon Musk responded, very extremely concerning. Hmm. Well, good. At the very least, uh, we have the guy who owns Twitter to say that this is wrong. Yeah. And, to yeah. And, it, and like I've said in the past, it's a, it's a very big deal and very uh, different from Twitter 1.0 because he's going to be cooperating, you know, with all of these people who want the information and he'll turn it over. He's not going to try and hide it. Good. Yes, that's right. <laughs> the uh, madman. They know not to mess with him. ALX, you are a madman. You are growing like mad on Twitter.com. Everyone go follow ALX at ALX. 534,000 people can't be wrong. He's the executive producer of this show and one hell of a patron. Thank you, ALX. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, good news that we wish to uh, end the show on. I think that this is uh, pretty important. The boomerang effect of cancel culture. It doesn't work the way you think it's going to work. They tried to cancel Donald Trump, and it ain't working. Here's our 2024 update. Twenty twenty four update. Donald Trump campaign raises eye popping amount while battling dual indictments. GOP challengers. Former President Donald Trump 
has a commanding polling lead in a crowded race for the 2024 presidential nomination. His fundraising is also robust. The former president hauled in more than $35 million during the April-June second quarter of 2023. Trump's campaign confirmed to Fox News Wednesday. That's nearly double the $18 million that the Trump campaign brought in during the January to March of fundraising. So this proves that when you attack the man and when the man just simply keeps going forward, keeps moving forward, Leroy, Leroy Jenkins or Kool-Aid man style, well, you just ain't going to stop that orange jug of Kool-Aid. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we simply have uh, a few weeks, I think, before like the first Republican debate. And then you have primaries. You have the Iowa State Fair at the end of August. Things are going to happen fast. Right at the beginning of the year, 2024, you're going to have the first caucuses, first primary, Super Tuesday. It's going to be wild. And we'll see. We'll see how this nomination gets all locked up. I like the battle. I like the fight. And ladies and gentlemen, the energy is on our side. The energy is going to be always on our side because, well, we're a moral people that are disgusted that the Biden family is bringing coke into the White House, disgusted at the Biden's crimes. We're going to call them out on the show. We thank you for being part of the Benny Brigade, and we thank you for supporting us. The best thing that we can do to support you back is to tell you the truth and to give you something to hang your hat on to go through the day. And, and that is what we do at the end of every single show with the verse of the day, Matthew 7, 8. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Ladies and gentlemen, we are knocking. We're knocking on that door. We want a better country. We want to save this place. We love this place a lot. We don't want it to go to hell. We don't want it to go to pot, literal pot being brought in the White House. Look, we, we don't want those things. We want to knock. We want to ask. We want to pray. We know that we're living in modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah. We are aware of that. And God said he'll save the entire land if you can find one good man. So will you be that one good person? Will you be that one good man or woman? Will you help save this place and then continue to help save this place for a new great reformation, a new great revival? That's what I'm looking for, the American revival of 2024. Let's go, baby. It's your boy, Benny. Thank you for watching today. God bless you. See ya.